All right, good morning and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Back to local programming for the next seven hours. We appreciate you starting that off here uh, with Trent and myself. Uh, BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. At the bottom of the hour, we will preview the Penn State-Iowa uh, game tonight. Iowa, very slight favorite. Essentially, pick them a one-point uh, favorite uh, at most shops right now. So we'll talk about the game and do so with Wade looking. Bill, who helps us out with the Hawks, the former Hawkeye, joins us at 11.30. Lee Sterling, who is normally with us on Thursdays during the NFL season, is back with us, and he will help us with the Super Bowl. He's got a couple of props. Uh, get pick his brain on which ones he likes more than the others. Always informative with Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. He comes up at 11.50. Uh, what we do every year uh, is try to get some of our Super Bowl, or our NFL voices, rather, uh, back with us to get their take on the Super Bowl and what the outlook for their the team that they covers off season is. And we'll do that in the first star in the second hour of the program. Jeff Hughes, the Bears blog, Dave Sinekin. Uh, on the Packers, zonecoverage.com, Nick Athen on the Chiefs. For you Vikings fans, we didn't forget you. Uh, tomorrow, Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings at 12.15, but he's tomorrow, not today. PA will join Trent tonight tomorrow at 12.15. Trent's plays of the day before we get out of here. Big slate of college basketball games tonight. I got to start, Trent, because the uh, timer just went off. The crow is ready. I got a big helping in front of me. I'm going to eat a little Michigan crow, so oh. hopefully save some room for some you and I crow. Uh-huh. Oh, baby. I guess if you, you know, we put out your opinion as we do. Yes. Uh, uh, five times from time, five different shows a week. You're going to get some wrong. Boy, we were dead wrong on those two. Both yeah, absolutely. Wow. I told you it was going to be the public side on Wisconsin, and I was dead wrong on that one. Uh, you and I played really well. It came out uh, good, held on at the end. I watched a ton of Hot Valley hoops last night, watching the Drake game, watching you and I. Me too. Evansville-Bradley was coming down the stretch. Yeah, I watched that. how about that upset? And it goes back to uh, two old guys talking into microphones here, trying to do it on the app, trying to do it. And we got our new internet. We have we finally do. We finally have fat. Now, it's not Google Fiber. still not available in my area. However, uh-huh. you still we, get the dial-up tones. <laughs> no, no, not that. But we did for twelve years with CenturyLink. Yeah. Uh, we decided just the hell with it. Let's get MediaCom, yeah. and it has been spectacular. Good. But watching the games flip, it's just it's so difficult. I'm bouncing back and forth. I want to watch multiple games, and mm-hmm. it's so much more difficult than just having the clicker there. I know. And you know, with with the news the other day from oh, all of a sudden Hulu yes. and Fox and ESPN is all going to be so, so help me what they're going to be bundled mean? together hey Ken Miller what did we used to have what was that thing called mm. where you bundled everything into one thing and then you just paid for it yeah um cable right right yeah <laughs> Uh, but it sounds like that could be potentially a game changer, although they're not all, at, the, at least at this point, participating, right? Right. But at least something's better than nothing. Now, I'm sure that we're not going to get a break price-wise. No, of course not. That's not going to happen. No. But, um, yeah, I did see that I, I did see that announcement from a couple of days ago. It's been made, people made a pretty big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it is. So let's, let's start with you and I, because that okay. was the... I gave you and I no chance last night. The way this team was playing right now, they've been Jekyll and Hyde. They've had their good moments, uh, but seemingly since we had Jacobson on, the team just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, crashed uh, until last night because most state is a team that was, I mean, not great by any means, but they're, at least I thought, um, 
you know, in the conversation amongst that next tier. But good for good for the Panthers. Again, Heisey's leading the way, but it was more than just Heisey last night. Born Born didn't shoot particularly no. well, uh, but did some other things out there. Uh, distributed the ball, as you know, they would have one assist just blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, uh, but good good for the Panthers. Good for the Panthers. Avoid Thursday night in St. Louis. That's what you're playing for. And with the new structure now of things, as the five has to play the twelve, the six versus yeah. eleven, and then the two games we got in the past seven, ten, eight, nine. Getting away from that, being in the top four is incredibly important. So now you get the season sweep against Missouri State. You got the tiebreaker against them. That has a chance to be monstrous. I think it does. And you look kind of below them in the standings right now. Evansville. And they got the win last night against Bradley. They're bad. It's a bad team. They got this goofball on their team. He's got a man bun coupled with long hair and the headband, but he was good on the stretch for him. And uh, he made a couple of plays in that one. Still, Evansville, you and I should be able to outpiece them, right? I think so, yeah. Most State mentioned he got the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. Belmont, Murray State, I don't see any of them. If you and I can just get on a mini run here, it's basically going to be between them and Southern Illinois for that number 4 spot. And the importance of that... Number four seed. Now you're on the top Do side of the bracket. they play each other again? Uh, good question. Uh, bringing up the UNI schedule here. They, they finished the regular season wow. with them. How about that? Down in Carbon. Now, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So that is going to be incredibly important, obviously, uh-huh. as it pertains to getting that top four seed. You don't have to play the opening day. You'll play a team that played a game yep. already. Maybe a little bit of sea legs to them on top of it. So we talk about double buys a lot in the well, Big, Big Ten, Ten tournament in the yep. past. And talk about the same thing here in the MVC. A little bit different with the 12-team structure, but uh, that's going to be a big one for you and I to shoot for. And an attainable goal, Mm -hmm. certainly for them. Beating a Missouri State team that was playing as well as anybody short of Indiana State in the league. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I I didn't see that coming last night. Good, good, good Good for the Panthers. Good for the Panthers. You mentioned yesterday... I didn't grab it. I should have. Southern Illinois, that seemed like too many yesterday against SIU for Drake. Mm-hmm. And it was. Mm-hmm. I, that was a nip-tuck game and easily could have gone the I, other direction. I agree with you. Especially with uh, Garland out, Enright out. Yeah. Uh, and a, I, See, my first thought when I heard Enright's not going to play, oh boy, he's in concussion protocol. Because he took a couple of shots at the jumps. Mm-hmm. He did. I mean, his nose is bleeding. He's running down the floor with the Kleenex stuffed in his nose trying to keep him from bleeding, uh, essentially breathing out of one nostril. Um but so that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. And then Garland, who's another lockdown defender. He's a pretty good defensive player. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, Johnson went off. Yes. As, as he does. And without the two defensive guys on the floor to, you know, put up a little bit of a fight. Look, he's going to get his. He's a hell of a player. Yes, absolutely. But uh, shorthanded Drake Bulldogs and a fun game. A uh, little bit of bonus basketball in that one as we went the other five minutes. Now, I did not see the guy get booted at the end. There was a fan escorted out of the stadium. I didn't see that either. Right before right before the <laughs> overtime period. I mean, there was the officials, it's just not the Valley. It's the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's a, College basketball officials this year, they've had a bad year. NFL had a bad year, officiating-wise. Sure. And college basketball. I mean, when Fran Fischilla is coming out <laughs> right. and, uh, and he's willing to cr- be critical um, – well, at the same time, being respectful, which you would appreciate that from you know a guy who makes his living covering that conference. Um, but yeah, he he took uh, he let it be known. So what's what's the solution? And it's one thing to sit here and just complain about it. Yeah, I is think there it, I making think, them full time employees? Well, I don't know about the NFL. I think that when it comes to basketball officials, there's that site. That site's still active that tracks the uh, yeah, officials. I so. Yeah. 
Um, and you see they're working a, a Saturday, then a Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, Wednesday and a Thursday. It's just too many games. Yeah, six ga- six days and five and seven nights, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. The travel yep. that's involved. You're going to outposts that aren't exactly easy. Sleeping at Super 8s. Right. It's not flying from Chicago to right. uh, New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's going from Carbondale. Uh-huh. And all right, now I'm going to make my way to Columbus for a Big Ten uh-huh. game. And then I'm heading down to Texas and doing a Big 12 game and just bouncing all over the country. You can't be at your best nope. doing that. Nope. Uh, and uh, but that means you need to find more efficiency. Well, that's true, and that's maybe not the easy. That that's yeah. part of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the problem. But a great win for Drake. Great win for you and I. Big Ten just real quick because I mean credit where credits due, right? <laughs> Michigan was dead. Yes. Michigan's a dead basketball team. Wisconsin now all of a sudden, um, Wisconsin's lost three straight. Wisconsin has lost three straight. Going from being on the precipice of a top five team. Yes. Uh, potentially with what was in front of them, solidifying themselves and talking about it, number one seed, two. Mm-hmm. Today, four, five, Probably. Seed range, they're 16 think, and seven. I know it. They lost to Providence, Tennessee, and Arizona, fine. Yep, yep. Where but was he, the Arizona game? That was December 9th. It was a Saturday. They got blown out. They got beat by 25 in that game. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember that game. Was it, um, so that was Army Navy Day, right? Right, yeah. Was it at that time? Maybe that's, I don't know, whatever. I don't know why I didn't see it, but I, did, I don't recall the game. But I do recall them last week going on the road and losing in Lincoln, and then following that up Sunday afternoon with a loss to uh, Purdue, and then last night. Now they got to go to Rutgers this weekend. Yeah. And that's no gimme. Nope. Now, if they do, they will, if indeed there's the losing streak, uh, tack another one on. They should get well against the Buckeyes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should get well. Uh-huh. Thinking of the Big Ten standings, at least uh, going into it last night, it's still there. Your bottom two teams, Ohio State and Michigan, mm. with as much financial mm. incest- incentives as anybody in the mm-hmm. conference, yeah. with a recruiting base, with history, mm-hmm. and those are your worst two teams in your league this year. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> with those two, with, with the, those two football t- programs driving their respective athletic departments, mm-hmm. and you find them at the bottom of the basketball stand, that's that's... Yeah, that's surprising. Especially Michigan, right? Yeah. Michigan doesn't. They're never down there. Or very seldom down there. All right, what do we think? We'll get into more of this game uh, coming up with Wade looking built tonight. I was kind of surprised that the Hawks are even a slight favorite. I didn't think they would be an overwhelming dog by any means, but mm-hmm. I thought that Penn State would be a uh, you know a slight favorite at home, but that's not the case. Yeah, the, the Ken Palm number is one in Iowa favorite So by essentially, one. that's what they put up. But what we've seen recently from Penn State, what they did on the road last week, going to Rutgers and winning a game, mm-hmm. going to Indiana, mm-hmm. winning a game, both those games by double digits. Yep. You know, they, I was surprised with you. I thought it would be slightly in favor of Penn State, but they've got to run a win over Whiskey. Mike Rhodes is a really good coach. And, you know, he likes to, he's not the tempo. You think of VCU on the heels of Shaka and Havoc right. defense. Yep. And that's not Mike Rhodes. Uh, he is more of a, a grinded out type of coach. He doesn't play at an incredibly fast tempo. But a good offensive coach, you know, normally pretty solid offenses. And that's certainly what we've seen out of this Penn State team. They bring in Ace Baldwin from VCU. Boy, he's good. He's outstanding. He's really good. He's kind of a guy you think if he wouldn't have followed his coach to Penn State, he would have had a lot of options. So when I see Penn State, I know him and Clary. Those are the two guys. Is is there somebody else that I'm missing? Well, Clary's been hurt. Oh, has he? Or he's been out. He hasn't played in those two victories. Oh, so is he out again? Addition by subtraction. I mean, his usage rate is through the roof. He gets the ball. Yeah, Claire's going up with it. He's <laughs> he's not exactly. I mean, he is actually a pretty good assist guy too. But when the balls, he does everything. 
but they won two games on the road without mm. him out there. I don't know. I haven't seen anything uh, on the health update from him or anything like well, that. Well, the but. good news is, Trent, it's the Big Ten. We will get at some point a, um, uh, not an injury report, a participation report uh, coming out later on. Do you know for basketball when that is? It's seemingly, well, it's a couple of three hours. It's kind of the same, at least I believe. Is it two hours before? It's it's kind of the same timeline as, as football, two or three hours before kickoff, or in this case, tip-off. So we'll, uh, is when we get them for the first time. So we'll now, find I'm, out I'm at 4 o'clock. Yeah, sometime around there, but I'm dependent on... Uh, you know who's ever covering the game, like a cow or what's the new guy's name, Talkman, at the register. Yeah, yeah, Talkman, um, or whoever's covering it for the Gazette, or if Doc happens to be there, um, that that's where you know I'm relying. Or or Kakert, um, those guys to tweet it out. But they they are still putting it out, so we'll know at that time. But, but look at Iowa, have to win all of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. It needs to continue. Yeah, it, it needs to continue. There's, you've lost your wiggle room. Yep. There is no more, well, now if we just, no. If they just do this, this, and this, then maybe. Two home losses to bad teams. Michigan's a bad team. Maryland's it's Not fine. a very good team. Yeah. Neither of those are tournament teams uh-huh. or even close to it. I agree. I don't believe. Penn State, Minnesota, probably have to beat Maryland. Yeah, and I think that's doable. How about this? Let's take the last, uh, the Illinois road game off the table, but the... Because I don't, I don't. You have Illinois at home at the end of the season. You get Wisconsin at home, at Michigan State, at Northwestern. What's the most winnable of those four games? Run them by me one more time. Wisconsin at home, yeah. at Sparty, at Northwestern, home for Illinois. Oh, Jesus. You're trying um, poof. I tell you exactly. Sparty? Where, that's exactly where my mind went to. And it's at Sparty. It is. And it's been a house of horrors. Yeah. There has been yep. good teams yep. against okay really Michigan teams. State teams mm-hmm. and have been run mm-hmm. out of the building. Mm-hmm. Now, they finally ended the long losing streak a couple of years back up there, but it's a rarity. Before yep. that, well, the last win was the Chris Street game. The first game back wow. after the passing of Chris Street in 1993. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had been a long time. And what are they, probably 1 in 15 since then out there? Have to be. Yeah, something to that range. Be but I, I look at it the same way. I think. Of those, when you kind of place it there, yeah. Although maybe Illinois, because I watching them on Saturday night at home or on Sunday night rather at home against Nebraska this past Sunday, um, and they had a big lead. They just couldn't <laughs> close. They couldn't seal the deal and went to overtime. And they asked they won, which you know is the bottom line. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably Michigan State. I don't probably like the Michigan matchup State. with Coleman Hawkins and Danger. Those two guys against Iowa's bigs. Owen Freeman getting in foul trouble all the time. Cricky with has Cricky. to be the Cricky that we saw in November and December. If he's not doing anything offensively, he's almost unplayable. Because mm-hmm. he's so bad defensively. Yep. He's not a good rebounder. Nope. He has to be impactful yep. on the offensive end. I agree. Well, and he can be. And he can be. Yes, we know that. He can do that. It's it's a big step up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, continues tonight for Iowa. And uh, did you see the women's line? A big discrepancy no, out I there. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I think it was FanDuel has Iowa favored by 19.5 tonight. Okay. And it was 16 this morning at Circa. Pretty big gap there. Yeah. Pretty good middle. There's your opportunity. Yes, is that what if you're, you're looking to middle uh-huh. that thing. 19.5 when I saw that one, right away I was like, oh yeah, I, I got to grab those points. That's too many. Mm-hmm. This Penn State team's playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the middle, 16's a push. I win at 17, 18, and 19. 
There's an opportunity. I think I'm going to do that today. We're going to we're going to double this one up and try to get that nice juicy middle. Oh. The Lion Owl speaking of Circa is out for Iowa Penn State wrestling tomorrow. Lost a little luster after yeah. Iowa gets blown out by Michigan last week. Right. Penn State. How much are they favored by? Twenty one and a half. Jeez. The gap that's, between them and everybody else. Yeah, but still, we're talking about that's a significant number against you know two historic programs. Yes. I did a uh, crossover episode with our Locked On Penn State guy earlier this week and yeah. talked about both basketball games and the wrestling meet. They're talking about breaking the scoring record at NCAAs that Iowa's held since 1986. They're talking about potentially sweeping the board against Iowa on Friday night. Mm. Now, yes, Iowa, because of the gambling investigation, mm-hmm. they're... The roster is decimated because of that. By the way, you know what? We never touched on this last week. Did you see they, uh, not arrested, but they charged seven more student-athletes in Story County? Yeah. What are we doing here? Right. Trying to, I don't know, dig your heels in? I guess. The best defense is a strong offense. Yeah. And the, and the season, and this isn't that's all. what they're we doing. Got more. Something like that. I, I, trend, I, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't even remember one of the names because I'm not sure I knew of the names. Yeah, yeah, they were guys that weren't part of mm-hmm. rotations, part of uh, names that we would certainly know. Now, Oshun Oshuni, mm-hmm. that would be one, uh, and he's on the lamp somewhere. They can't find. Well, they know where he is, but yeah. um, I was just surprised that really. After all of this, after it came out how this investigation was started and the fact that you did it while warrantless, you're still going to go forward with more? Right? Quit while you're behind. (laughs) Right. Stop digging that hole deeper. Jeez. They just kept coming. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I I forgot a little bit. Something happened. uh, I don't know. Some other story took precedence last week. Last night, games are wrapping up. Uh, Got a a late win to push us over 500 for the night. No, did you? Yeah. And I started to make some of my prop bets for, for the, Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. You did. So, mentioned this yesterday on our TV show. You can catch it on Mediacom inside the numbers. We talk sports wagering the whole time. Yeah. This is for everybody. If you want to bet overs, do it right now. Mm-hmm. If there's a yardage total, a point total, whatever it is, because as we get closer to the game, those are going to increase. We see well, this week. Here's, a, here's an example. I bet Isaiah Pacheco last week. Mm-hmm. What was it? Nineteen and it was a half. Nineteen yards? and a half receiving yards. Yeah, receiving yards. Nineteen and a half. The best price, the best number you can find today is twenty three and a half. So there, I went over. Yes, and you're in good shape. You're in, in good shape. shape there. I like the under of that twenty three and a half. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get a nice middle. We'll both win as he finishes with twenty one receiving yards. Perfect. That would be perfect for both yeah. of us. But if you're going to bet overs, do it now. Those numbers are only going to increase. Every square out there. They love to bet overs, Mm -hmm. and you're going to see those numbers increase. On the other side, if there's an under that you like, and it's a number, like a yardage total, sure, that's the one. That's where you wait. Wait until late in the afternoon. the number usually goes up. Yes, and you're going to get uh, maybe a couple extra free Mm -hmm. yards out of it. So just a little bit of advice there if you're taking a look at the prop market. I bet under Mahomes' interceptions at a half. He's played 17 playoff games. He's thrown four interceptions. Uh His last six, he's not thrown an interception. I think that's pretty significant, and basically even money. It was minus 115 on that one. Really like that one. A few other yardage totals, the overs that I had circled, I decided to do that just because of what I just said. So there's a few out there. I'll keep digging through. It's just, mm-hmm. it is overwhelming. There's so many. It's, 
I retweeted 22, um, uh, what do they call it, a Dropbox last night from Circa. Mm-hmm. They've got 23 pages of props. <laughs> That's wild. And if you follow me on Twitter, uh, I, um, at I, I am, the letter I, the letter M, Ken, Ken Miller, uh, you, can, you'll, you can find it there. But 23, and you don't have to use it to bed, use it for your Super Bowl party. Yes. Um, you know what I'm going to do, Trent? I'm starting to um, really like the Niners. I think that's where I'm leaning to. And I think I'm going to bet an alternate point spread. Oh, really? I think I'm, I'm going not to move going it there. To, I think I'm going to move it to six and a half. What? I think I am. Huh. And I'm, I'm going to bet Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to have a huge game. I think he's going to have a huge game. Um, and I think I'm going, to, I'm going to go Niners minus six and a half. Minor? Okay. I'm not willing to go there. Um, so you think it's a really nip and touch? I think we got a good game. Yeah, yeah. last think, touchdown wins type of thing. Ah, uh, yeah, I could see definitely something like that. And I when mean, your kids are getting called in, <laughs> backdoor cover that doesn't concern you at all. No, I think the Niners are going to. I think the Niners are going to put some distance between themselves and the Chiefs. I think that this is an overreaction to the first half of last of the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. And look what the Niners did in the second half; they completely shut them down. Um, and, and for whatever reason, Harbaugh did not want to run the football against the Chiefs. That's how you're going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And this just in. Christian McCaffrey's a really good running back. Yes, he is. Um, and I'm going to anticipate the game plan for Shanahan is a little bit better than what we saw from Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, to, like to believe that. Just a guess. Just Yeah, just a guess. With two weeks to prepare. Mm-hmm. I want him to get a Super Bowl. Because here's the thing. You know what? When when you when we think back to the the Atlanta game, yes, most people think Shanahan was the coach. He wasn't. <laughs> Dan Quinn. <laughs> Shanahan's the, was the OC, and it, in that game, they put up enough. Right now, you can argue the way they didn't run the ball right, with that huge lead. Sure, and, there's plenty of plenty to blame to yes. go around when you cough up that big of a lead. But what did Brady throw for in that one? Five oh six. This ridiculous. Well, and the, and the play that was the most ridiculous play was the Edelman catch. Yes, that somehow the ball did not touch the ground. The two point conversion. Oh my God! What a what an incredible comeback! That was amazing. It was. God, I was pissed. Twenty eight to three. Yes, twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three, and here they come again. We got a lot of Super Bowl today. We do, and looking forward to the second hour, and we'll talk to. Uh, uh, three of the four regional teams again. Paul Allen on the Vikings tomorrow. Boy, they got an off season, don't they? Yeah, it's going to be great for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Bears have a phenomenal off season ahead of them, at least till the draft. Likewise with the uh, with the Vikings. What are they going to do, Kirk Cousins? What are you going to do with him? Where is he health wise? As a apparently free agent. He's, a, he's ahead of schedule. Is that from their doctors? Or is that from his doctor? Well, I know that that's, that's kind of the other component true. that you have to you dig mm-hmm. into. And as a free agent, mm-hmm. how much medical short of you know? He was never a guy that's going to wow you with his legs, anyways. But he could move. He could. That's true. He, he could. could. Move. It wasn't. But it was the absolute last thing he wanted to do was yeah. it was to try and extend a play with his legs. Um, and I think I thought he was having an MVP type season. It's the best I've ever seen him play. Yeah, he was playing that high it's level. It's just too bad that uh, that this is where we're at. Um, do they draft a quarterback? They've got eleven now. You're not going to get one of the big three. The Daniels is off the board. Um, Drake May is off the board. Williams is off the board. The big three. But do you love Bo Nix? Do you love Michael Penix? Are you a JJ McCarthy guy? If one of those guys or at eleven, can you move back into the Somewhere in the teens 
and um, you know get get a second round pick or whatever, an additional second round pick, and still get your quarterback if that's what you do. I think it's fascinating. What the, what the Vikings are going to do, what the Bears are going to do, two of our regional teams are going to be fun to watch uh, in this offseason. Let's get Jesse in here, then we'll get our break. Before, we'll get our keyword, and then our break. Wade Looking Bill coming up on Iowa Penn State. Jesse, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. So I just wanted to run four um, options by you on which is better for the Niners and Chiefs and then make your betting pick after okay. that. Okay, okay. yep. Quarterback, who's Chiefs or Niners? Uh, Chiefs, yeah. Defense. Oh, man. Talent way, 49ers. Talent, yeah, but I bet the Chiefs are really but good. But the way they play, yeah. I would say lean Chiefs. Lean Chiefs. Chiefs, uh, toss-up. Toss-up, Jesse. I love what. Okay, I'm going Chiefs. So okay. That's too, that's Let me stop Chiefs. Let me stop you first of all. Who do you root for? Okay. Who's your team? I gotta say I'm biased. Okay. I'm the Chiefs fan my whole life. <laughs> All right, good. I just wanted to get that out there. But go ahead, you're making fair points. Okay. Yep. Okay. Two O Chiefs coach. Without a Randy Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah. Three Three O Chiefs. Now, what comes down in close games a lot of time? Kicker, kicking. They're kickers. Yeah. Significant yeah. edge for significant. Kansas City. That's the biggest edge. Uh, Mahomes. Yeah, that, that's a huge edge. That's yeah. a four O. That. That's a four-zero sweep. I don't know yeah. how you don't bet the Chiefs, but yeah. that's just me. No, listen, you're you're not alone on that island. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the public money's coming in on the Chiefs. Uh, will, will I fall off my chair when when Patrick Mahomes is announced as the MVP and they're handing him the Lombardi Trophy? Absolutely not. Enjoy the game, yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Best of luck to your team, man. Appreciate the call. Yep. Bye. Yep. Take care. Hey, fair points. Yeah, absolutely. Now, wide receiver, significant edge, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Fullback. Well, one uses one. One yeah. doesn't. Yeah, and uh, I like Pacheco, but you like McCaffrey better. Linebackers, I certainly would lean 49ers in that Offensive one. Offensive line? Boy, that's good, right? Mm-hmm. Trent Williams is the best individual, Yep, but the interior certainly of Kansas City uh-huh. is a lot better. Yep. You're kind of splitting hairs. Well, mm-hmm. McCaffrey versus Pacheco. Yeah. There's Pacheco's healthy. Pacheco might be the MVP of the Chiefs in the playoffs so far. <laughs> yeah, right. He could be. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's made an instrumental uh difference in in these in these games and the fact that they've had to go on the road and mm-hmm. they or after they beat Miami at home in the in awful awful conditions to go to Buffalo and win to go to Baltimore and win that's significant what would you rather bet Brock Purdy if San Francisco wins to win the MVP at plus 225 or George Kittle at 65 to 1 right now at Circa. is he 65 to 1 is there a path for Kittle to have, what would it take? Eight catches, 125 yards, two touchdowns. Two or three touchdowns. 49ers win. Purdy throws a couple of picks, though, in the win. Is there a is there a path that somebody like Kittle or an Ayuk could do something like that? Ayuk's 55 to 1. Mm-hmm. You know, Debo, because he also can run the ball at 25 mm-hmm. to 1, kind of changes the equation. But those two longer shots, that guys that catch the ball, both Kittle and Brandon Ayuk at 55 to 1. Is there a path without, well, they'll just give Brock Purdy the story, everything else, mm-hmm. and he eventually wins? That's what's difficult to come up with here. We know this is a quarterback award. Yep. Yes, other players won it. Yep. Ten of the last 14 years, though, has gone to a quarterback. Ten of the last 14 has been a quarterback. Okay. Uh, did Ro- I'm trying to remember. I've seen three of them in person. Desmond Howard mm-hmm. was the MVP in 31. 
was Roth that when when uh, Pittsburgh beat the Cardinals was Roethlisberger the MVP? Ah, uh, let's see. No, it was Antonio Holmes. Okay, and Von Miller was the MVP in Super Bowl Fifty. Yes, so I've seen three in person, and I've never seen a never, one of the one of the Super Bowls I've been to. I've never been a quarterback win the MVP. Two years ago, Cooper Cup won it. He, he did not hit his yardage total in that game. He didn't? It was 92 that he had in two touchdowns in the game. I think his total by the time it went off was over 100. And he didn't even get there, yet still won MVP. Uh, we're late. we got to get to Wade looking, Bill. Before we do that, it's time for the $1,000 swoosh. You can head to KXNO.com right now into the keyword Bills, Bills at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Penn State-Iowa conversation with our friend Wade looking, Bill. Next, uh, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Coming up, it's Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Miller and Condon, welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. About 15 minutes, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports will join. He's got a couple of props he likes more than others. Get his side on the game that he likes now his daughter last year um she another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Crushes this national anthem. Yes. Uh, we can't bet that in the state of Iowa. I know you can't bet it in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Can you bet it anywhere in the, in the state? Yeah, I think New Jersey is Can one of you? the places. Yeah, there's a couple other states that uh, okay. do allow that one. But uh, well, if you're looking at faraway places, you can still find it. Uh, let's get Wade Looking Bill in here to help us out with Penn State and Iowa, Iowa tonight, 6 o'clock, Big Ten Network. Hello, Wade Looking Bill. How are you? Really good. How are you guys? Doing well. Um, let's go back before we go forward. Look, It wasn't a thing of beauty, the Ohio State win, but you know what? Ooh. It was a win, and it was a much-needed win uh, for the Hawkeyes. They, they, they got it. Uh, I thought maybe it was the emergence of uh of Josh Dix becoming more of a uh more important piece of that roster and that rotation. I thought he was terrific against the Buckeyes way. Yeah, you know, I I still think back to it was basically two years ago he had that horrific leg injury. He was right before the state tournament, you know, his senior year in high school I broke I think both the tip fib. He just has not been the same player. It it took him 12, 15 months to get back to where he was. You know, we've talked about it. Purdue offered him out of high school. Creighton offered him out of high school. He's not some kid that, you know, was a stiff, but I think he's just now finally healthy. And with Patrick McCaffrey, you know, getting hurt, having some issues, they put Josh in the starting lineup. I think that helps his confidence. He's been really good, and he's got to continue to keep getting better and better. There's no doubt. Uh, certainly a lot of ability for him, way it goes, but – we see him and Perkins in the backcourt. The minutes continue to dissipate for the backup point guards and Brock Harding and Asante Bowen. What do you think of both of those guys? Certainly Bowen going through his second year in the program. You wonder what his future is. But those guys just not getting the moment, the minutes at this point in time and, and kind of what they are going forward for this program and how big of a part they're going to be of it. It, it is tough. You know, with college basketball, Usually you try to bring in a point guard every other year, okay? It's not like football where you get, you know, quarterbacks every year. But with Asante Bowen being a sophomore, and Iowa brought in Brock Hardy last year as a point guard, I think it's it's tough for him to think, hey, 
what is my future here at Iowa? Now, maybe he comes back and works really hard this summer and, and, and improves, but as a college basketball player, and, and you see it when I played 10 years ago and even today, I think kids improve their most between their freshman and sophomore years. And with DeSante, for whatever reason, we just haven't seen it. Now, I think Price Sanford's kind of a forgotten guy. I, I think he's going to have a game where he comes in and gets 8, 10, 12 points because he can really score, and he's got some size that especially Brock Harding doesn't have. So I think he's going to kind of maybe come back and have a game this year, but it's going to be an interesting offseason in Iowa City for sure. Uh, Cricky has been um, he's in a slump scoring wise. This is a guy you could count on double digits game in and game out until his last four. I don't know if there's something physical there. Um, I mean, he's he's a senior. You wouldn't think that the the grind of a Big Ten schedule would be catching up with him. Uh, Valley's no picnic for crying out loud. But he where he came from. But what's going on with Cricky as of late? Obviously, Wade, they need his scoring um, if, if they're going to you know keep putting these in the win column. Yeah, it is tough. You know, even at Valpo last year, he averaged like five and a half rebounds. So he's never been a great rebounder. He's been a really good scorer. That left hand down low, little jump hooks, kind of that mid-range game. The Big Ten's a grind. There's some big bodies in the Big Ten. Zach Eady banging with him. Michigan's got some size. You know, there's some big, large players in the in the Big Ten, especially this year. I think Ben's just kind of tired. This is the time of year where – you just get beat up, beat down, but he's got to get back to 15 and seven. They, they, they have to get points from him because you can't, you can't say, Hey, Tony Perkins, Peyton Sanford, you, you guys go out and get us 50. Some way combined for 50 points because that's just not going to happen every night. They got to get again, 14 from Ben Cricky. They got to get something from Patrick McCaffrey off the bench. Mm-hmm. Josh Nix has got to knock down some threes, but they're, but they're close. You know, they're still. There's still a way for them to be a factor come March, but they have to win tonight. If they don't win tonight, now you're talking about more than likely you have to win the Big Ten tournament to get in. Uh, no doubt. And they got to start piling up these victories, need to get going. Sanford's got going. We see Peyton do his thing. But I want to go to a moment late in the game. Patrick McCaffrey stepping up. And we've talked about Patrick a lot. Loved it. It's been a very frustrating season. But stepping up there, knocking down those free throws, doing it and helping them to a win. Hopefully something that can catapult him going forward there. But a really good moment on Friday night. Yeah, wasn't he 8-for-8? Eight, eight eight yeah, he was. Yep. You know, with, the, with the game on the line. I think something like that's going to catapult him. It, basketball, it's, it's such a confidence thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit like you know, hitting a baseball, or if you're on the golf tee, you know, playing golf, and you can't hide. No, nobody's going to come out and shoot that free throw for you, or, or nobody's going to come out and, 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 and hit that tee shot for you. You have to stand up there and live with the results. And I just think with confidence with Patrick, I think he's better on the road. I think there's a lot of distractions in Iowa City for the McCaffrey family, and I think those guys are sometimes better on the road. So, But, but Patrick's got it, you know, if, if this is the last month of his college career, you know he has said that mm-hmm. he may not come back next year, then he's got to make the most of it. Yep, I agree with you. How does uh, Owen Freeman, I don't know if the, um, you know, the officials realize this is a freshman and you're going to have to earn your respect in the league, but seeming he's got some, uh, hasn't got the, 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 the most friendly whistle, put it that way, uh, yeah. in, in his Big Ten, uh, in his time in the Big Ten. He has to realize that, but, it, but it's easier said than done, right? 
It it is tough, you know. I think especially for big guys, you know, a little bit like with Ben Cricky, you know, Owens had to guard, you know, again Zach Eady. Michigan's got size. Wisconsin's got really talented bigs that can move, and Owen does a lot of things really well. But 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 he's not great when you know Tyler Wall gets the ball 18 feet away from the basket and, and having to guard him to keep him from, from getting to the rim. Now, he, he will get better at that. He's really good down low block, blocking shots. But I think, especially with the way Coach McCaffrey's rules are, if Owen gets a foul tonight, say 90 seconds into the game, hmm. he's got to think, hey, if I get my second foul, I'm yep. sitting the whole first half. I think he's got to think, hey, if there's something down low, maybe I step back a little bit and don't try to block the shot or do not go for any pump fakes because – you know, with that two fouls and you sit, it makes it really tough for these young kids to think, hey, I can still be aggressive, but I cannot foul. And they just have to kind of let some things go by. Penn State tonight, a team with Ace Baldwin, who is certainly very talented, but they've won a couple of games on the road. And in the first year of a new system mm-hmm. with the new coach there, certainly another rebuild with Penn State after making a run last year in the NCAA tournament. You know that it's going to be some tough times, but... When you go through year number one, you're going through a new coaching staff and you start to see some success, how much more difficult does it make it for the Hawkeyes with Penn State now playing with confidence? They are playing pretty well. You know, they I think their last two games they won at Rutgers. They won at mm-hmm. They beat Wisconsin yep. earlier in the year. Yep. Um, I think the key with Penn State is, like, if you look at that Indiana game, I think they were like 12 of 22 from three. But the games where they lose... They don't shoot it really well. So Iowa's got to find a way to push them off that three-point line, make those guards drive and try to go to the basket. They got some pieces. They got some tough kids that are kind of, you know, got a little chip on their shoulder. Hey, our coach left us. We're happy mm-hmm. for him. But, you know, I think there's a little bit of edge with those players. But get off to a good start. And for whatever reason, you know, however you do it, don't let them get hot from three. And if they do, if they do, find a way, either timeout, Push them off that free throw, that three point line, but you can't let them get hot from three. No, you absolutely can. Trent, run those four by games by Wade when we were trying to make. Oh them. yeah, uh, this, uh, this is a really difficult exercise, Wade. Of these four remaining games, what does Iowa have the best chance to win? And we're going to take the road trip to Illinois off of there just for the argument's sake. The home game against Illinois, at Northwestern, at Michigan State, or the home game against Wisconsin. Of those four remaining games, what's the best chance for the Hawkeyes to get a win? So you said at Michigan State, you said they're going to lose at Illinois. Let's assume that. Yeah. Um, I think Wisconsin at home. Okay. I think Wisconsin, the way that I, I watched them last night, and I thought, you know, that's the team that was ranked seventh in the country right. a week ago. It's, yeah. it's just really odd. You know, A.J. Storr is a star. He is an He's athlete. unbelievable. An athlete, yep. But he cannot shoot real well. And Tyler Wall is a really good player, but he cannot shoot real well. And Chucky is. Chucky's Chucky, but I think if the Hawks can find a way, again, tonight they win, Minnesota at home who's playing better, at Maryland, I think they can still get 7-2, and 6-3, and three, these remaining games. Now, if they go 6-3, and three, maybe if they get to the finals, that they would finish, say, 11-9 and nine in the conference. If they would get to the Big Ten Conference Tournament Finals, maybe they get in. But 12-8? But Maybe just the semis because you would have had to beat somebody really good. But, again, you know, Iowa men set the tone tonight at six, get the win against Penn State. Then the, then the women come in. Mm-hmm. 
beat Penn State. So I'm, I'm hoping for a Penn State sweep tonight. Sign for that right I now. Wait, looking Penn State, Bill. I should say. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Do you have a pick? Chiefs. Chiefs for you. Make it easy. Yeah. Wade Looking Bill, former Hawkeye. Wade, we'll speak with you next week. Thanks for Thanks, doing this, guys. Wade. Appreciate right. it. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Yep. Wade Looking Bills, we check in on Iowa. Six and three down the stretch. Rather have seven and two. Yes. <laughs> Try to do that at this schedule. It's tough, man. With this team. With Illinois twice, Wisconsin. Got to go to Spartyville. To Northwestern is. Yeah. Northwestern lies. Now, I, I think that the, that, um, the last week caught up with Nebraska. Yeah. Right? Um, all those over back-to-back overtime games. Anyways, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, will join us. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Well, let's get our friend Lee Sterling back in here from ParamountSports.com. He's with us weekly during the NFL's regular season, back for the Super Bowl. Lee, Trent, and Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. ParamountSports.com for Lee. Paramount Sports. Uh, Lee, uh, good to speak with you. When the matchup was uh, became official that the Niners are going to knock off the Lions, and we knew earlier in the day that the Chiefs had got past the Ravens, uh, you saw the point spread come out. Did you yep. instantly have an opinion, or have you gone back and forth? How difficult has it been on you to choose your side? It, it hasn't really. I, I thought that Kansas City should have been a one- or two-point favorite. So the last time we saw a team... Uh, I wouldn't say limp into the Super Bowl. They did roar back in both playoff games, San Francisco, when they were trailing. But last time a team lost against the spread in the two games leading up to the Super Bowl was the New England Patriots, which lost when they were undefeated. So uh, interesting. And and the public, 71% of the bets coming in are coming in on Kansas City and 73% of the money. So we're going to find out. Public, uh, you know, right, usually about 50% of the time we're going to see if they're they're right in this instance. Well, of course it's a Super Bowl, and that means the prop menu. It is immense, it is overwhelming, it can be frustrating <laughs> trying to find exactly what you're looking for. What do you got for us this week? We'll get into some of the fun ones with you here in a moment, but we're just yep. talking about, you know, nuts and bolts on the field. What do you have yep. this, year, this year? So player props, I, I think that San Francisco is going to try to run the football. They don't want to fall behind like they did in the two playoff games. So I do like Debo Samuel over 13 and a half rushing yards. I think he's going to get the ball three, four, five times, and he could get 14 or 15 yards in one carry. He's finally healthy again. So uh, whereas the last couple games they haven't used him much running the football, but I'll go over 13 and a half rushing yards for Debo Samuel. Brock Purdy passing yards. Kansas City has not allowed one quarterback or one team in the 20 games to throw for over 260 yards. Mm. With San Francisco, I think, probably playing a more conservative approach to the game and not trying to turn the ball over early in the game. I'm going to go under 247 and a half passing yards for Brock Purdy. And on the other side, uh, let's look at Patrick Mahomes' longest completion. I'm going to go under 35 and a half yards there. I, he's certainly not a game manager, but he, you know, he knows that his receivers, you know, don't get a whole lot of separation from defensive backs, and if they do, they haven't held on to the ball uh, uh, like they have in years past. So I'll go under thirty-five and a half yards in the longest completion, but I will go over seventy receiving yards for Travis Kelsey. He's done it in all three games, and anything within uh, three or four yards to the side of him or 
three or four feet above his head, he seems to come down with it. So I think he'll be a uh, integral part of their game plan on Sunday. Lee, what about the, when when it comes to the MVP? It's, it's usually a quarterback award. We get yep. that. I'm trying to go against the grain a little bit here. I, as you said uh, a couple of minutes ago, although you mentioned uh, Debo Samuel, he's going to run mm-hmm. the ball. You like that over uh, Christian McCaffrey? I think he's going to have a workhorse type of day. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the field sits Isaiah Pacheco, who I contend, yes, Kelsey caught 11 balls. He was phenomenal. But Pacheco's been instrumental in this playoff run by the Chiefs. Would Could you make a case for a running back, one of those two running backs, to take down the MVP? I think the one of the two I would wager on would be Christian McCaffrey. Now, he, they have him at 88 and a half rushing yards. If he wins, I think he's going to have a, have to have 130 to 140 minimum yards mm-hmm. combined, and he could do that. If they, that's their path to win the game, whereas let's say Isaiah Pacheco, even if he has 100, 110 yards, I think they're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Probably, so, yeah. <laughs> like automatic. Yeah. That's where we are. You know, we also yeah. talked about a path. Is there a path for one of the longer shots, like a George Kittle or a Brandon Ayuk, to win it and not give it to the quarterback and Brock Purdy? I mean, you're really talking about threading the needle to make something like that happen, right? Yeah, I just don't see it happening. I mean, <laughs> you know, unless Debo Samuel was to to run for 40, 50 yards and have a, a rushing touchdown yeah. or also, uh, you know, have 70, 80 yards receiving – it's just tough. It's just, I mean, change the chance of a defensive player being, you know, uh, winning the, the the award is almost impossible. You think back to Chuck Howley got it in Super Bowl five on a losing team is just incredible. Yeah, Von Miller Super Bowl fifty. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malcolm Brown. We've seen a, yeah. a few, but it's it's a rarity, yeah. certainly. All right, yeah. before we get into the national anthem, that's what everybody's waiting for. What your daughter's got on this one, going for eleven in a row. What else on the goofy side of things are the props you have? All right, so Taylor Swift over under number of appearances. They've had a five and a half. I mean when. Eli Manning or Peyton was was quarterbacking. How many times they'd show the brother? I mean, they put it up at like two and a half, and they usually show him once. Uh-huh. I think unless he makes a big catch or has a touchdown catch, I think they're going to show him two, three, or four times top. I'm going to go under five and a half appearances there on uh, how many times they'll show Taylor Swift. And here's another one. You know, they – Installed that doink cam, yes. and they're going to have six Love cameras. Up. Yep. yep. How about this one? Either kicker hits the upright or crossbar on missed field goals or extra points, and missed, not made, missed field goals or extra points at plus four hundred. That's the yes. The no is minus five twenty-five. I'm going to go with no. Here's some Buckner. I mean, he's not going to be nervous. Seems like every kick mm-hmm. is right through the middle. And if Jake Moody misses, I think he'll miss by a, by a usually wide does margin yep. here. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to put up 525 bucks to win 100 bucks there, and I'm going to say no, no, no field goal is going to hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point. All right, so take us through your. Yep. We've only got two minutes left, Lee. Yep. So uh, we want to save a minute for for Paramount Sports. But what's your day look like? How many props will you play? I played 37 props so far, and waiting for another seven or eight to maybe move one way or the other. That happens, we'll play a little more. The key to playing props is you can't play 100, 150 props. I mean, I got some really good numbers on these props, and 
the, the, remember, there's also a lot of times 15 or 20 cent juice on these prop plays. So I had a friend one time that played 45 props, and he went 25 and 20, but the juice was so heavy, he ended <laughs> yeah, up losing right. money. Yeah. yeah. Anthem, uh, anthem duration? Yep. Yep. You- so my daughter has won nine straight. She has a lot of respect for Reba McIntyre, but she's 68 years old. The, the over-under is usually in the 150s or two minutes. She just feels that her vocal cords have thinned out. She's uncomfortable now hitting the top notes, and she clips some of her phrases. She thinks it's going to go under 90 and a half seconds. Mm. I just wonder how many, the over-under, and how many people turned the opportunity down before they got the Reba oh, McIntyre. Oh, the Reba hate. Uh, <laughs> sports.com. Let's talk about yep. that before, as we get out of here. The music's playing. Yeah, they want to get the game and our top 15 prop plays, $97, ParamountSports.com, or also go to the website uh, if you free uh, where it says free pick sign-up. We're going to give away our free card on Saturday night in the UFC. Just one place, ParamountSports.com. Talk to you in August, Lee Sterling. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Everybody. guys. Yep, hour two coming up next, Miller and Condon. Thanks to Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Always a good one. Yeah, we, yes. we get him in March, too, right before the NCAA oh, I tournament. Forgot about yeah. That. yeah, I forgot about that. So we'll talk to him in March. Uh, Miller and Condon, back with uh, our, some of our football voices. Our NFL voices will kick off. I'm just not a Reba guy. That fancy song my wife played it over and over <laughs> and over. Hour two next, 106.3 KXNO.